When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Don McDonald. Tom's over there. We're here to talk about money. We're here to talk real money. That's what we're doing all the time, talking real money, because it's called Talking Real Money. It's the Talking Real Money podcast. See? So um, we're glad you're a part of it. And if you want to ask us questions, just uh, give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. Today on the podcast, we want to talk about retirement. We talk about retirement a lot. (laughs) Because we're projecting? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we're going, when do we get to do it ourselves? No, I, I don't soon. want, you know, that's why I'm I'm pursuing all these other things. I just, what would I do if I just stopped working? How Life would be so clean the gutters? boring. You know, come on. Oh, no, 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 no. I can tell you I am too danged old to be climbing up a two-plus story ladder to reach. I can pay somebody to do that. How about the garage? How many times can you clean the garage up? I was working on that this weekend. <laughs> really? Wow. I, I was. We're almost where we can get a car in. No, oh, well, you you would be red letter day. My neighborhood. My neighborhood. There's only one person who can park their cars in the garage. That person. <laughs> and is it's me. you. Yeah, yep. I know. Of course, mm-hmm. it's you. Yeah, sorry. Of course, it's you. Sorry. Oh lord. I just drives me um, nuts. <laughs> We're going to talk about retirement a little bit. Remember yeah. the Great Resignation? It's yeah, that's a good of, point. It's kind of on its last legs, isn't it? Well, you know, I think it like, is. Yeah, I think people are going, oh, res- resignation, that means not working. Great retirement. A lot of people during COVID retired early, and they're now rethinking their early retirement and saying, maybe I go back to work. And a lot and, of people yeah. are saying that they are planning now, where they were going to take it early before, now they're planning to delay retirement for a variety of very interesting reasons. Yeah. I mean, the numbers are pretty astounding when you consider, as you just said, not too long ago, people were like, I'm not going back to the office. I'm not going to work full time. You mean, I don't care if Elon Musk tell me I have to come to the office five days a week. I'm not going to do it. Elon's told you, well, then find another place to work. Most places are being a little more flexible, but 25% of those people that were thinking about retirement say they're now going to delay it. This according to uh Survey by BMO Real Financial Index. Don't know those folks, but here's the interesting part. 36% of them said they have had to live off of their savings recently because their income is not keeping up with the rising cost of living thing called inflation. 21%, almost a quarter, say they're putting away less. And just a little idea. You want to be putting away more if you're thinking about retirement because you're going to be soon without a job, I guess. Uh, oh, by the way, so, BMO, that's Bank of Montreal. Oh, okay. 
should have known that, but don't do that much banking north of the border. So I close enough to that border. (laughs) That's a good point. I can see it from here. So here's the here's the thing. Um, Of course, you and Sarah Palin. I can both see it from your. I knew that's where we were going, and I had to say it. Uh, The thing is, then once inflation rears its ugly head, everybody and their brother has an idea of how to beat inflation, or how to stay up with inflation, or how to deal with it. And our friend Susie Orman, and I don't want to make it a weekly occurrence to pick on her. Well, she says, "Oh, please do." As she Chuck, actually, Chuck we Jaffe, actually, Chuck Jaffe will listen if you do. Uh, it's true. She actually said something I agree with. She said the only asset class with a track record of earning more than uh, inflation is stocks. Hey, Susie, we agree with you finally. But then, is it always seems to be a drill down into like, okay, which? <laughs> Things do you buy then? Yeah, you okay. know. Yeah, she's not saying buy all of them. You know, know. Susie can't. She can't bring herself uh, to do that. She has yeah. to be this. She has to be the picker mm. of special things. I know, and those special things are banks, insurance, and then my favorite of all time. Think that we've talked about for I don't know twenty five years. Precious metals, you know, stuff like gold and silver and all that stuff. That that's how you protect yourself. Well, just out of curiosity, how is gold this year in a time of pretty rampant inflation? How's it done? It's exactly kept up with uh, it's ma- it's lost nothing. Hasn't kept up with inflation, but it's None. lost you nothing. It's one of the few asset classes that has lost nothing, but it didn't yeah. make anything, and it certainly didn't keep you ahead of inflation. And what's fascinating is that the the 15 year according to uh, the the GLD ETF the gold e- gold spider yeah. uh, according to Morningstar its average annual return was 6.6% per year well that's just nothing nothing close to stocks and just i just out of curiosity went and looked at the spider bank ETF yeah. that's her other suggestion the it's down 10% year to date 9 and a half but I cannot believe it's 15-year track record. I, I just can't believe it. I'll give you 15 if it's available. I would rather go for the longer number than the shorter. Tom, it's 15-year track record is 1% per year on average. Wow. Wow. So Over maybe 15 she's just, years. She's turned into a value investor. She's buying something that's beaten maybe. down and what, for What was the other one years. she picked? Uh, insurance. Is there well, that's a, such be an index? Oh, there's an index for everything today. Oh, there um, are ETFs for everything. By Let's the way, see. as you know, because Spider S and P Insurance ETF. Yeah. How much? And it has over the last. Well, it's it's barely moved at all this year. It's like gold. It's just like even even. Uh, fifteen year return six and a half percent. So what Similar. she is looking at is battered assets. These are definitely battered assets. We say battered assets to me, I think of like fish or something, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, Because he's hungry. It's time for lunch, isn't it? I know. (laughs) Between me and my lunch. Okay. So here's here's another piece of advice if we're going to pick on her a little bit that I just abhor because I just watched a webinar she did and she said, well, now with with the markets, you know, going to be way down, you're losing all kinds of money, et cetera, et cetera. Keep three to five months, three to five years of cash. Three to five years of cash 
And I thought- That's a lot of cash. That is a lot of cash. And I think in an inflationary time, that's horrible advice. But let's talk about some of the places you could put. I want the, your reaction to each one of these. Oh, High okay. yield savings. I looked it up. You can go Goldman's Marcus plant. You Marcus. can get- Yeah, uh, I have some money 70, with them. 70 basis points right now in the high yield savings. What do you think of that? Um, well, I found Lending Club doing 1.05. Okay, but in a general sense, as a place to hold your cash, what's your take? Well, oh, yeah, it's about as good as you're going to get. Yeah, not quite, because you can go uh, Capital One as a one-year CD now paying 1.3. No, but I mean for immediate year. liquidity. Yeah. Immediate five liquidity. Five-year that's paying 2.25. Yeah, but even then, um, you're going to be better off uh, well, I, I'll, I'll reserve. Give, give me some more. I'll reserve right. my comments. Here's another couple of ideas. How about the short duration bond ETF? ICSH, the BlackRock short term bond. I wait. Hold on. I have to look it up. Morningstar. ICSH. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. iShares ultra short term. Very ultra short. short. Yep. A yield, the SEC yield uh, is 1.18. The actual 12-month yield is 0. 0.42. <laughs> wow. Uh, the fund itself has treaded water. You've made nothing year to date. But it hasn't uh, gotten crushed. Its average annual return, though, over five years, which is all it has, is 1.5%. And how so, about this? The short-term treasury, how about the SVOG? S V O G. Oh, S V O G. Yes, yeah, short term treasury exchange traded right. fund. No. Nope. S V O G. No, there's no Zvog. Oh, man, I wrote it down who's, wrong. Whose short term treasury is I it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, you wrote notes. it down wrong. Can't trust my own writing. <laughs> oh, well. But we Can't know. Do that one for you. But you could type in short term. Somebody has a short term treasury ETF. I don't know who. Oh, it sure. must be. And they'll all Schwab's. perform. Short term, Schwab. Uh, I mean, again, we know that those have had some volatility this year, even shorter term on the duration side because uh, rising interest rates, right? Well, the Vanguard short term treasury ETF, VGSH, um, has a th <laughs> the current SEC yield. You see, this is where yields are coming up. Yep. So the SEC yield looks better than the previous 12 month yield. Sure. This it is does. what happens in a rising rate environment. The SEC yield is two and a half. The last 12 months, though, is only 0.37. And the fund? Yes. Has the lost. actual return. How much? 2.5%. Yeah, you go. So you're. A negative weight. That's yeah. at. That's. Right. So you got the 2.5 minus the loss of 5. and then, 5%. Yeah. It's a 5% yeah. loss. And again, 10 year average annual return has been three quarters of 1% per year. No, you're not. So they're not going to keep up with inflation. They're certainly not going to help. Okay, you with so inflation. if you had to pick out of all those options I just gave you, what would you do with your short-term cash needs? Depends on my how short my short term is. If it's my six emergency money, six months to a year. Six months to a six year. Six months to a year. I'd yep. be. I'd be. Uh, uh, I'd be looking for the highest yielding short-term. The savings accounts, the high yielding yeah, short term I savings. Yep. I found one, by the way, at you used found to be Comenity Bank. Yeah. Well, no, I found one. I found, uh, Comenity Bank, which is now called Bread Financial. <laughs> bread, like, uh, is spreading your jam on it? In. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. 1.17. So did That's you find high. that a bank rate? No. 
I just went to Bread Financial because I have an account at Comenity because they were paying one ah, percent. Because it's lunchtime, and you're thinking about a sandwich. I was no, I okay. Lunchtime, big sandwich, lot on it. Um, okay, so you would go with the high yield savings, and again, I would go. I think if you go savings. to Bankrate.com, you can find some good options there as well. Yeah, I did not agree with you here because the CDs ties the money up. Short duration ETFs, even there, you're facing some risk of capital loss. Okay, but we haven't solved so, the problem of, of, of inflation yet. Where's the inflation the solving solution? Solving the problem of inflation is you need to, st- you need to number one, this is, that's easy. That is so easy. Number one. I know, but I thought have, somebody had a solution that okay, we were going to part one is to belittle. Poli- completely ignore Susie's cash advice. You should be limiting cash. You should not have a lot of money in cash. And she's going to say, well, it's protected you from the market this year. Who knows what the market was going to do or is going to do? Nothing. Nobody knows. So you should limit your cash. And number two, I mean, you need to have a plan that stress test. Again, met with a woman today who doesn't have a plan. She has all these investments. There's no cohesion to it. There's no purpose to it. And if you have a plan that has looked at inflation for a very long period of time, I know it's higher today than it's been for many, many years. But still, it factors in inflation for the long haul. If you have that, you're able to do number three, which is ignore the noise and stay the course. Because again, we know people that tack, that do all these other things with their money, move, change course. They simply end up with less. They end up with more stress and they suffer. So again, there isn't one investment. Again, you should have considerable amount in stocks money in bonds and a very small amount in cash. That's how I would invest. But again, if you have this plan, you're not worried about all this because this comes and goes, whatever's next. Well, right, we but know. you know, one of the things that we see a lot is people who are in retirement or heading into retirement, getting some of this really, really bad advice on what to do when they get to retirement to generate income. And that's all also got to be part of the plan. You know, there are a lot of people who say, well, just buy a bunch of dividend paying stocks or own real estate or whatever it might be. And again, that 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 those kinds of things may need to be in a portfolio, but only as part of a bigger, broader plan for generating income in retirement. And if you have a plan, then you know when you can afford to retire. You don't have to say, well, I don't think I can retire early. You know when you can. Yeah. And again, those are ideas. And there are a lot of ideas, but you have a portfolio that takes in all of these things. So when the idea comes along, you say, well, yeah, I already own that. Or what about this? Yeah, that's already in my portfolio. You're not adding things on as the circumstances change, which is something I see a lot of salespeople do in this business that they know that you're paying uh, inflation. You need some tips. You need this. Those things are already built into your portfolio prior to uh, whatever disaster or whatever economic situation befalls you. Because remember, um, stocks actually have done quite well in periods of inflation. Stocks themselves have done well. Now, one the stocks have not done well in periods of severe recession. However, it really isn't even in the period of severe recession. It's in the run-up to it. Because stocks, particularly the stock market, anticipates future events. If the stock market expects there might be a recession in the future, the prices are going to go down in advance of that recession. And people, all the, we hear this all the time. Well, wait, we're in the middle of the recession. Why are stocks going up? 
because they went down before the recession. This is why you can't play this game, because the market is not something you can predict. The market is predicting already. You can't predict the predicting. It really becomes complicated. It is, as they say, baked in the cake. Yeah, it is. Uh, if you have questions for us, please call us at uh, 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also call us live on Saturdays when we do our radio show that becomes a podcast under normal circumstances, unless our radio station messed up with the recorder, which might have happened in the past, like recently. Uh, plus, <laughs> you can send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. You are killing me. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Why not? Plus, Mm -hmm. if you want to just sit down with Tom Cock for an hour and a half, three hours, five. Very few people do, but okay. (laughs) Very few people want to do. uh, (laughs) Or or actually, you could sit down with another vestry by Appella advisor, which, by the way, is just going to be Appella in not too long. Just want to warn you in advance. So we're going to rebrand because we merged with Appella. Uh, Appella Wealth. Um, anyway, go to vestry.com and set up an appointment with one of our advisors, no cost, no obligation, no sales. I will, I will make an offer right now. You know, when I like talking to people, you love talking to people Saturday mornings. Really? Yeah, I do. Because I'm already working. You're saying go to vestry.com and set up an appointment for Saturday morning. And it'll probably end up with you because the other advisors are going, I'm not doing it on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. No, I already have, we'll let Tom I already do have it. a couple booked for the summer. I love doing it because I'm already there and I'm working. What do I, I, I think it's a great time. Warms me up for the show. So yeah, go ahead. Set them up. Line one on up. one time with you. Yep. Absolutely. I'll be there. Count on oh, it. Man, I hardly ever get that. <laughs> and your life is so much better for it too. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> Things we need you to do. Tell friends, please. I don't see this very often. Social media share. If you go to the major podcast services, there's often a button off to the side where it says share show. And it'll give you a link or you can copy the link and share it. Do that for us, please. Uh, Check out our YouTube video cast. Podcast, major podcast services. Am I forgetting something? No, you're not. Home phone number. Then Tom, uh, go have lunch. Look at something to it. on bread. Oh, what are you slapping on bread good. today? I got something pretty good. I got a little leftover barbecue chicken. I'm going to turn it into a. I'm going to take a little. Oh. Uh, uh, what's that? Ooh, cheese. Sounding creative. Put that over there. I'm going to turn it into yeah. a little Philly cheesesteak kind of thing. It's going to be pretty tasty. Oh, Philly mm. chicken steak. I think I have some peppers. I might cut that up too. Oh, this is sounding good. I'm making tacos tonight. So. Ooh. Yeah. It's that Taco good. Wednesday. Yeah, Thursday. makes sense. What day is it? I it's don't even Wednesday. know what day it is. He's in his room, never comes I'm out. In my room, it doesn't matter. The sun is still right. up. I got to go turn this into a podcast now because it's got to go out today. Go away. Goodbye. Go eat lunch. You guys, go about your business. Nothing to see here except two people sitting around <laughs> talking real money. 
hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?